episode of Social Experiment with Marcel Sier and Kai. We have NK with today and we'll be talking all things fun employment and postgrad plans type thing. Oh my god. I know. Ooh. Hectic. The horror. Whoa. Yeah. I the even woke up. That's how I see it. <laughs> this is. <laughs> woke me right up. How you <laughs> Have you been since the last episode? I don't know which last episode it was. <laughs> well, um, I have been sick. Still sound like I'm still recovering. Um, for a week now. So, doing way better now. At least I can have multiple sentences without coughing yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes something very <laughs> girl very hectic it's like the last time it's like our last recording when i was in new york city mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> that's a tough time <laughs> there you COVID. it's just I honestly have just been sick of this podcast for just way too many times but yeah, um, I'm doing much better now. Not haven't been up too much. Just been busy with work and applications, grad school applications, um, employment stuff. So yeah, post grad stuff. <laughs> Just been busy with post grad stuff, if I should say that. But yeah, how about you? Oh, oh, who who who's saying how they doing? Oh, oh, I was just about to ask you, and then we will move on to our guest of honor. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I am <laughs> I'm good. I'm back at school. Um, just doing remote learning. Oh, hectic times. I love doing these how's that going things it's hectic like last a very crazy week for me school-wise and um yeah it's just been hard man getting doing of things and now i think i'm in yeah i've like got a foot and a better understanding of my schedule so i know when to sleep and when to you know when to wake up all those type of things and Mm -hmm been a challenge it's been a fun challenge so to say to so to speak and that's yeah that's what i've been doing falling behind on some things already and i'm like see come on but yeah you <laughs> Be better you Be better girl how about you uncrossing pi oh man <laughs> i've been i've been well i've been well it's been, it's been a good fun challenging year yeah, because I last was on this podcast last year. <clears throat> you haven't been. So, on- man, no wonder I'm considered a new guest. Yeah, it's been a while. It I've has been a while. But we're glad you came back. Yes, I'm happy to be back. You know, I miss y'all. So, this is home. This is great. I'm glad to be back and be useful for the podcast with my fun employment stories. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like we should just jump right into it because I, I want to feel this. It's not like I don't know it, but I just... 
This one has to get depressed already. I just, <laughs> I just want to hear this. I just want to know my struggles are not new. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are not alone. Just make me remember that part. <laughs> Your advice with me, who's still in school, to be like, girl, beware. <laughs> Hectics, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very. But... Okay, so my question. Let me give you a question. Um, expectation versus reality, right? Oh my god. I have this expectation that you go to, <sighs> you do well, you pass, you graduate, and you get a job. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not like a clear cut kind of path, at least not anymore. Maybe maybe our parents had it in like A B C terms type of thing but yeah like much more of a challenge and you know unemployment rates and then trying to find a job in the middle of a pandemic because i think we are having a unique experience in that like instead of like opening industries opening industries are closing and trying to survive this big thing that's happening and then also here comes little old us trying to penetrate that space so our expectations for the postgrad life versus reality. What have your expectations? What were some of the expectations you had that were just like deeply challenged by the reality? Yeah, I know, right? It's very personal. She was the first questions here. You know, we could have. Yeah, I know. Yeah, really was just like, okay, we're not playing around. Let's what's the real deal? <laughs> Give us the scoop. Yeah, well, okay, so let's see. I mean, I think the biggest expectation is like it is that you go to school, you have a degree, and once you get that degree, like the expectation is everything is sort of supposed to come together mm-hmm. after that. Like this degree is supposed to be this magic wand that like just guarantees that you're gonna get a job somewhere. Um, it's going to be, you know, you, you, you choose a major and there's emphasis on choosing a major that you like. And um, then they tell you it's not really important what you major in because you can do anything. But at the same time, it is because, you know, when you apply and they're looking for qualifications, they sometimes are looking for specific degrees and specific qualifications that you don't have especially if you went to a liberal arts school and you sort of did a more general like yeah. uh, curriculum and are not too specialized in like one thing. So I expected to graduate. I was going to apply for a job. I graduated. I passed well. I had awards, you know, I graduated with honors and mm-hmm. I thought, oh, perfect. Right. Now that I have this, you know, degree with these amazing yeah. qualifications, I'm just going to apply. They are going to love me. I'm going to have the difficulty of having to choose between this employer and that employer, this job mm-hmm. and that job. Yeah. So that was the expectation. <laughs> the reality is I graduated officially August of 2019. Oh, and- I'm both August grads. Yes, graduated August 2019. It is now September of 2020, and I haven't really been able to find a job that was like stable and fitted me. 
like I've, I've I've had some opportunities and some of the jobs that I found, I was just like, this is not aligned. This sounds like it's something that would depress me. And I know I'm not supposed to have my dream job when I get out of college, but like I want something that's going to get me excited. And it's been very hard to find that, <laughs> especially with a liberal arts degree where I, you know, the best part was I didn't feel pressured that I had to sort of know what the title of my job is. You could do anything, a number of things, mix them up and have like the best educational experience. And then yeah. you get out and uh, I got out and I really didn't have the words. I go to LinkedIn and I search for jobs, but I'm not sure what title to like put in there. Yeah. I don't know what job I'm looking for. Um, because with, you know, sociology, the professors tell you, you can do anything. As a sociology yeah. major, you can do almost anything. You, you, you know, you, you can have any job. You're qualified to do any job. And then mm-hmm. I just, I'm like, well, I don't know how to search for any job on, yeah. <laughs> on LinkedIn and on job sites where I'm looking for employment. So, yeah, I'd just say the reality has been that it, it hasn't been easy. Like, uh, the degree doesn't just guarantee some sort of magical process where I get matched to a job, a job I really like. And within two months or two weeks, you know, I'm, I'm in there. It's been months and now even over a year. And I've been yeah. searching and, you know, having to be motivated to still apply after all the rejections you get. Like, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's quite the trip that I didn't expect it to be. Hmm. Yeah. Hi. Um, (laughs) well um so my i think my experience has been just a bit different um in that i don't have a sociology degree i have a public health degree and that gives me a little bit of focus when typing in for jobs but also I think where it gets similar is like when you type public health jobs, a number of things come up from epidemiology to research assistant in a lab, like everything comes up. Um, I just, the way I keep thinking about it to at least avoid the depression and the post, I don't even know what it's called, like the anxieties that come with being like after graduation, I'm just like, okay, this is just a gap year. I just did something that's relevant to um, what I want to specialize in going into grad school, that kind of thing, just sort of like downplaying the importance of the job or the year right after graduation, sort of, I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, yes, yeah, so as I was saying, um, being international, that adds a whole other layer to like the employment process. I mean, there's literally a box you have to tick if you're going to need visa sponsorship. Yeah. Um, and I thought that looking for research assistant positions with universities was going to be a safe bet because that's what the CDC told me, the Skidmore Career Development Center. They're like, yeah, if you would just like reach out to faculty here and there, it, it's a safest bet for you. And I'm just like, I don't know what that, <laughs> I, okay. As I started and then it's like, 
lo and behold, they're expecting or they would like for the research assistants to stay for like two years to three years, preferably. And now I'm in a position where I can only commit to a year because I don't even know. I don't even think I can qualify for a STEM extension. I mean, some search that I've done said I could. Others are not so sure. So I'm just like, so it, it's a problem. And it gets frustrating after a while. Because you do all these things in your undergrad. You get the internships. You get the work experience you're hours in. You try to do research at school. You try to do... Um, I don't know, you work on the GPA, you do everything, you go above and beyond, and then you leave school, and then there's this whole other thing you have to think of. I mean, employers won't even look, some employers won't even look at your resume being international, which can be disheartening and very frustrating. So I concur with Edk. The reality definitely, definitely does not match the expectation. I mean, it could be different for others. It could be different for some people, but it just, it's a, it's a tough process. Okay. Yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> I just feel like- I know, I mean, like with Karen's here, I <laughs> No. These are not the stories you want to hear, but, um. You're not scared. Hey. Yeah, you're not scared. Okay, so speaking of decisions, making the decision to stay in the U.S. or to come back home, because I know Kai to- has been toying with the idea for a while, and I always say I definitely want to come back. Type of thing. I I don't want to first take it out of the that that other country where I go to school. I exit. I'm not gonna name because they might come for me. You know, you never know when I'm applying for a visa. They say. Um, and you never want to hear, so <laughs> why does this happen? <laughs> but um, yeah, and Gosling Pila came back um, home. And do you want to share maybe making that decision? Like, I guess. Okay. Um, I don't know if Enke would have anything to add on to this, but I think in some instances, that decision is made for you. Um, and another yes. you know like I feel like it's not so straight now so ideally I would want to be back home ideally I really wanted because it's been a hard four years for me I mean not just school with everything else going on with me it's been a very difficult four years I sometimes I really just sit down and I can't even imagine like completing undergrad with all what I've had to deal with personally, like personal issues. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's been very hard. And I really wanted this year to be home and just sort of go back to my default settings before going on again to grad school and taking another arduous journey at grad school. Um, So that was what I wanted. However, again, the reality not matching my expectation, once I started toying with the idea of going back home, a whole, it was a whole other Pandora's box. There were so many other things I had to consider that I wasn't really thinking of before. So many other things that came up. And again, with the pandemic, employment opportunities back home are almost non-existent and it's like no one really is out there telling you anything encouraging 
everyone I kept reaching out to was just like, oh, we'll be. I mean, I had very good leads with employment back home, but there was so, there was a lot of other things that came up that I had to think about. And considering, given everything, I decided to stay here just to allow myself to be better planned before going back home. I mean, even when you're looking at like support system and friendships and like social interactions and all these things, I don't know, home just wasn't the place I wanted to be this coming year. Understandable. And it was really hard for me to accept it because I this place is not really where I want to be either. <laughs> you know, it's like, but so much has happened back home and there's so many painful memories. Yeah. That home just wasn't the place for me to be this year. And that's why I switched last minute. I mean, I literally just sent out my OPT application yesterday. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, 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 was a, it was a tough decision to make, but I just want to say that in some instances, that decision is made for you. And in my case, it is somehow leaning toward that. That given everything that was going on with me, in my personal life, I just couldn't be home at the moment. So yeah, that's how I decided to stay here. It's not like... I don't know. I don't know if you expected something more, but it's like, oh no, that's perfect. That's fine. That's why I decided to stay here. There's just a lot to contend with back home that I didn't want to deal with, so I'm sort of hiding, (laughs) hiding out here. Yeah, I agree. I think I think I I agree with the fact that like some decisions, especially that decision, is not always like made. yeah. by us but like for me it was the other way around i okay. wanted to stay in the u.s i wanted to do whatever it took to stay in the u.s because i felt like yeah. if i'm gonna come back home i wanted to sort of have like a foundation i wanted to have worked in the yeah. u.s come back with a bit more experience you know yeah. where i'm being headhunted by companies instead of coming here yeah. to come like job search and not have any experience and be looking for, <clears throat> sorry, like entry level jobs, especially with the degree that I have. I just didn't think South Africa was the best place to come and explore sociology and all the different things I was told in the US I could do with the degree because it just, yeah. you know, the education works differently in South Africa. So expectations for jobs are different in South Africa. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so I was just like, I I tried to stay in the U.S. And I basically, my decision was made for me by my visa, my OPT Mm -hmm. expired um, because you have that like 60 day grace period. I think it's 60 days. Um, That 60 day grace period where after you get your OPT and your OPT starts, you have 60 days to spend uh, um, unemployed during that time or else your OPT like expires. So my, I had my OPT, it was approved. I had paid the money, $402 or something like that. <laughs> but yeah. all that money paid for OPT in hopes yeah. to find a job so I can stay for an extra year. And none of the jobs I was getting in the US were aligned. I just, I just didn't feel like if I'm going to stay in a foreign country, this is not the job I'm staying in the country to do. 
yes, yep. I need to be able to support myself. I need to be able to pay my rent, feed myself, transport to go to work, all that stuff I was thinking about. And all those jobs just seemed not helpful. And so, yeah, I came back home very, very, very scared of what that might look like and if I'm ever going to even find anything. But um, yeah, now that I'm home and the pandemic hit and everything has happened the way it did, I'm glad to be at home while everything is happening. And I'm glad to like be trying to figure out myself while at home because, you know, there's less pressure of, um, or you have this amount of days to figure out a plan or else you must get out. It's like I have the rest of my adult life <laughs> to get a job yeah. that I like and no one in the country is trying to kick me out of my own home country. So yeah. um, I just appreciate the ease that I have now that I'm home to sort of go back to the drawing board and figure out what I want and how I can work my way to get there. And I didn't have that kind of freedom in the US. I was out of school. I wasn't enjoying being out of school and just having nothing to do because I was thinking I need to find something to do so that I can stay here and, 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 and hopefully continue like getting some experience before I go home. So yes, the decision was made, but I had different plans. I sort of didn't want to go home, but ended up having to come home. Whereas you, you wanted to go home and you ended up deciding <laughs> to stay in the U.S., for other reasons but yeah i mean now that i'm home definitely like glad so yeah i think sometimes we just don't know uh you have like one plan of what you think is the best option you you worked with the cards you were dealt with kind of yeah yeah and it just it it, it made me again the re- expectation was going back to the first question like expectation was sort of like everything will work out and I didn't even have to worry about that. And I didn't expect myself to have to adjust in that way, like where I moved to a whole different country than I thought I'd be in and like try to figure out a new plan and make it work there. So yeah, that was, that was definitely like maybe part of like the biggest tricks <laughs> that I, I, I had to like encounter and, and, and try to deal with and not be discouraged, you know, like not feel like, oh, it's a bad thing to go back home because it's not. And it's proven to not be a bad thing to be home. So yeah, I'm glad about that. But yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> that's what um, I went through um, with that. Because like that whole thing of feeling, well, I don't know if it's like an external thing or an internal thing that like, oh shit, maybe I've failed. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going back home. Like, I have nothing to show for myself. Even the fact that like you, even in that moment, you overlook the fact that you have an entire degree, and you're like, oh, I feel like I didn't accomplish what needed to be accomplished, and just not getting discouraged in that. That like. Going home is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And just to gather yourself and kind of like plan your life and how the next steps, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one thing that we should all have or a skill or I don't know what to call it, but I think as a senior or as a recent, as a senior, you know, approaching graduation, I think 
while we should tailor expectations that's the first thing and then secondly to be just be adaptable mm. things will change plans won't always go as planned you know things would always go as planned what am i saying guys <laughs> things change plans don't always work out things are yeah. not always going to go as planned but just to you know if one thing fails just keep going you know just keep trying be open to changing plans be open to changing what you're changing not a vision necessarily but just be open to change because things will change and things will most likely not go as planned but they will always work out i think well always oh, is a strong word but they, <laughs> they work, out, work out i think <laughs> they work out in the end they always work out in the end i i believe that i think eventually things will work out <laughs> so, i'm yeah. very convinced kai <laughs> It's just always, it's such a strong word. I'm just like, ooh, I might. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe not always. <laughs> Things often work out, you know. That's the word. That's it. You know, and Kate, you're good with words. <laughs> and yeah, I think there's also like the others. Guys, we're not saying this is everyone's like. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. Like, it's not. Thing. I, I, and, I, and I think also just to add to that, sorry, Sia, but like, I mean, at least when I'm thinking back to graduation, part of maybe the frustrations was like, we were all at different points. Like one of my friends um, who was a, a math and econ double major, uh, like he came into his senior year with a job offer already from people he had been working with in his internships. And like, I know uh, some of the students, depending on what company you're working and interning, uh, interning with, um, like people tend to come to their senior year already with jobs. So some people, it's not a matter of figuring it out yeah. uh, outside and figuring out what job they want, but like maybe their struggles are like finding their footing in the jobs they get or yeah. kicking the wrong job and, you know, getting different experiences mm-hmm. and eventually landing up in a place where they feel like, okay, this is actually what I like and this is what I mm-hmm. want to be doing for the rest of my life. So some sometimes the struggle is not even getting employment itself but i think maybe for us as international students uh who are in certain majors and those majors are not business which at least at skidmore it, it it's been like that's the one major i know the people if you do business or economics or math then you don't really struggle that much even if you're international to like find something so yeah maybe it's it's probably major specific and person specific with what your resume looks like and how many other people have skills that you have like yeah uh, but yeah that 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 was part of the frustration is seeing other people be at different places than like you are mhm mhm um i definitely agree i think ask it more when you are I think it's major specific for a fact. I think business majors, econ majors, math majors, um, computer science, computer science, the yeah. physics, chemistry, biology. I feel like they have it a bit better than like self-determined majors. We don't even have a department. 
or then you look at other majors because um sociology anthropology like when you're looking at other majors anthropology is also another one where you're told you can do anything Living, yeah law yeah. school grad school yeah medicine you can do anything with it right you know and it's also how the career development center is so is oriented it's like it is it works better from certain majors than others yeah networking at Skidmore works better for certain majors than others like I go to the career jam and to be honest I feel like the only people who come off you know with what they want or with what they're looking for are mostly business econ math computer science biochem natural science majors you know mm-hmm. most of the time I don't see anyone else up there. I don't see folks within social sciences. I don't see universities just coming up to skate more in terms of hiring research assistants. I mean, even with internships, like all my internships I've had to do, I've had to like figure out on my own and it's not easy. And getting an internship is definitely not the same as getting a job. So I definitely agree with NK in that regard. Like certain majors have it easier than others. And that's not to say they're not struggles with those as well. And you don't have people within those majors who are also out here unemployed. Mm -hmm. But I think with the way the Career Development Center works, the way Skidmore works, post-graduation, it is better for some majors than others, for sure. And it's hard not feeling frustrated or sad when you see people you're in the same class with with things already figured out with good jobs already you know in place they know where they're going you know it's hard not to get consumed by that yeah but you should try not to yeah i know on facebook everyone will be posting oh oh yeah in september i'm moving to california and i'm just like we don't want to (laughs) know But also congratulations, you know, it's just like a little frustrating sometimes um, because I think also you think, oh, because we were doing the studies around the same time, we should mm-hmm. um, by the end sort of um, arrive at the same place and, and, and uh. be moving at the same pace and things are supposed to happen for us in similar ways. And so when they happen for other people and you feel like they're not happening for you, it's like, wait, did I, do I not have the right GPA? Uh, is it, do, does my resume, is it like, can someone edit my resume? You know, like you yeah. think maybe the problem is you uh, and how you present yourself or, you know, your qualifications. But sometimes yeah. it's not. And like, it's just uh, a matter of timing. I had an anthropology major friend who also was struggling just like me to find uh-huh. a job while all our other major like the more um like scientific and you know and more focused majors like while they yeah. got jobs that they knew they were going to do while they were doing the major because it's like oh i have these five options and then yeah. us, it's like oh the world is yours oyster. <laughs> the you world want. is your oyster <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> yeah I know, right? Um, wait. Why, why did y'all just mute all of y'all? 
<laughs> I don't even know. I was like, wait, what's happening? But yeah, I think it is. I think it's. I think in addition to being adaptable, you should always remember that everyone's journeys are different. Yeah. Everyone's timing is different. And it's going to be hard to do, but to sort of avoid comparing yourself to others, to avoid, you know, like putting yourself, avoid comparing yourself to others. To say, all all that to say, avoid comparing yourself to others. It's going to be hard to do, but it's necessary or else it's going to be a problem. <laughs> I am honestly so thankful I am not on Facebook. Like mm. after what and after what you just said, Ed Cal, I was like, oh God, I'm so thankful. Yeah, everyone is on Facebook. I have state. missed all of that. <laughs> but um yeah. in, moving on away from like the depressing <laughs> stuff and the sad Yes. <laughs> you were keeping these <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know, I don't want to, like, make people feel afraid to, like, move on to the next step. Because I also think it's definitely, like, a post-grad life. That's when life really, really begins. And you get to, like, you know, so tell be happy. So, yeah, the positive. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, tell us. What what begins? <laughs> you are talking about... <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think it's the beginning of, like adulthood of course although i think debatably that starts way before you graduate and walk across the stage i don't think just because you walk across the stage and you get your degree now you're an adult i think we <laughs> many of us have different degrees of adulthood and cases not just because you have your degree yeah suddenly <laughs> it's like well done and welcome to adulthood you are now on level three you know like it doesn't doesn't quite work like that like uh so i i do think i was maybe adulting even before i graduated but like um there's a a sense of safety i guess and a a, a sense of um being laid back that i had while i was still like at skidmore because it was like okay everything is planned for me i'm gonna do my major these are the requirements i'm supposed to take this number of credits per uh, semester, I have these jobs, and mm-hmm. uh, D Hall will serve me food. So I'm gonna take my money, and yeah, I can go to Chipotle with friends over the weekend or during the week when I don't like D Hall food. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. that simple. It's a bit more like, yeah, this is fun, this is great. And now that I've grown, you know, I, I've gotten my own place. So now, like, trying to figure out, oh, how does rent work? sacrificing buying ice cream <laughs> you know because now you're deciding something else is more important uh and mm-hmm. based on what you have this is what you want to do with what you have and this is how mm-hmm. you choose to distribute it you know those are things i didn't have to worry about too much at skidmore um although they were real but as a student like i had many systems in place that we, we yeah. had many systems in place um aimed to support they might not have fully supported us the way we needed but there were some systems that like sort of gave comfort that if you did it you won't just not have a a boarding room 
Whereas now, like if I don't pay my rent, <laughs> I can be evicted, you know, and yeah. that's scary, but it's also exciting because um, before it was like, oh my gosh, can I even be an adult? Adulthood, hashtag, don't yeah. you know, oh, adulthood sucks. And then suddenly I do have all these responsibilities. I'm managing very well some of the things that I learned in class or I learned about myself in college uh, uh, coming to play now that I've gotten out of college and am in the quote unquote real world. I hate that phrase, but <laughs> it's all I can think of right now, you know, and I'm in the real world in air quotes, but, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing myself rise to the occasion. And I think I've been very proud of myself to see that even without finding a job and, seeing other people seem like they're living their best lives that like Mm -hmm. all of that hasn't like deterred me so much or gotten gotten me so depressed so much that I I haven't been able to move forward with my life or I feel like a complete failure instead I'm like proud I'm excited I, I I can see growth and I'm only like looking forward to more of it so I think that's that that's exciting uh, for me, yeah. and that's maybe been the best part of not being <laughs> in a school where I'm being told what I'm expected to do or not to do. I get to do anything I want. I can be lazy. I can sleep all day, but because I choose not to, it's like it's me now. I'm the adult. I chose not to wake up yeah. <laughs> and clean the house. You know, I no one forced me to go to class. I've chosen to do these things. So I think that's yeah. the best part part of it at least and you're doing so well honestly oh thank you is killing it like you're doing i know right and it's so what am i killing exactly (laughs) (laughs) my bottom my unemployment please don't stress me no i'm kidding i'm kidding i feel good i feel good and i am glad yeah (laughs) Any any positives, Kai? Are you anything you're enjoying about not being like post grad, and you're like, yes, I'm so glad I graduated. So positives. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's a great start. That's a very strong yeah. start. No, um, I do have a couple options in terms of employment, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I am still at the starting phase, yeah. sort of. I feel like, um, within the next month, once I get my own place, I move in, I'll be a lot more happier. You know, once I start going to the gym again, and I can have my tonkery on my own porch, yes. things, things will align. <laughs> <laughs> I know I miss those vibes I keep telling Sia but I am just like I mean overall I am grateful I mean I graduated Mm -hmm. with the grade I did with the accomplishments that I graduated with yeah I'm grateful that at least I have an option for employment Mm -hmm. um at least I get the choice to you know at least I get a choice um i'm also grateful that you know i'm healthy it's the pandemic and we're still going strong haven't tested positive yet so Mm. it's like there's a lot to be grateful for and there's a lot i am still figuring out but i know 
just in a matter of weeks. I know things have been looking a bit brighter. Things have been looking better in in this regard. But it's it's work. It's a work in progress, though. It's a work in progress. So I don't feel in total control yet because I am not on my own at the moment. No. But it once I get that attachment, huh? Please don't trigger me with that control word, sissy. <laughs> Just I know. Ooh, girl. We don't have control. It's an illusion. <laughs> it is an illusion. And I, I crave for the illusion. <laughs> of control. Perfect. Yes. Sounds Answer. great. Talking about, um, now that you're speaking of control, we're talking about uh, the idea of free will. and Oh my gosh. The uh, hectic. Like, do we have the option to choose our fate or is like our fate still like, like, is it preordained and we're just merely just walking around thinking we're making the decisions for ourselves when they've actually been made for us before? by something. Sia, yeah, you're really, you're really trying to get to it. Okay, so... I think it's a mix of both. I love that answer because yes. the question is like, please explain, please. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, like I think it's a mix of both. Like when I think of someone having, like when I, I don't know, when I think of someone, when I think of fate, I don't necessarily want to use the word fate. I do think to a certain extent our journeys through this world has been set for us. And the reason why I say that is like when I think of how, I don't know, how systems work, how structures work, there are certain things like, when, okay, for example, the US, the zip code you're born in or the zip code you live in determines where you go to school which again determines where you get your degree you know the the whole the way things are structured here so I think to a certain extent um the way we turn out isn't so much in our hands as we would like to think it to be but I do think we have some control over how we end up so what's what's the sum what's the sum control that's the question it's like which parts do you think we control and which parts do you think are ah, these ones? Are I think that, that is, that is, that, I think for that, <laughs> it is, no, I think that is like specific to the individual. To the individual? Yes, I think, <laughs> the the I think the amount of control we have is specific to our individual situation. What do you I don't mean? know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain. It. I definitely think it differs. Of course, it differs with you know different people, but I think in terms of how what we control, what we have total control over, and what we don't, I think that's that's dependent on our individual situations. But I, uh, okay, so, for example, okay, like okay, a very, go ahead. No, no, very no, like. When I'm thinking of getting a place. See, if I was rich, the world would be my oyster. But being poor, I have to look at... <laughs> but being broke, I have to look at... You know, like that decision somewhere where I would stay is determined by how much money I have in my bank account, sort of, you know? And depending on how much money I have, that's the amount of free will I will get in terms of choosing where I want to stay. I don't know if I'm making any sense. I don't think we have total control over 
the over our lives i don't know i don't know how to explain it. that's philosoph- that's it's not philosophical but it's a tough question but i definitely do think some of things are sort of preset in a way some things are preset and some things we can yeah we could have some influence and i think control is the wrong word but we can have some influence and other other things. I don't know. Okay, what are your thoughts on this? Because you seem to have you seem to have thoughts. I need to know. <laughs> no, man. Like I just think this is so interesting because, like, it it it, ugh, it is. It definitely is interesting. See, and I have went back and forth about it a couple of times. But I guess what why I was laughing is because I find this answer. I feel like say both because it's like the safer one like you want to feel like you have control uh-huh. but you don't want to take so much responsibility that you want to think that every turn of your life is influenced by every other decision you've ever made before and that you yeah. had complete control over all of it right <laughs> so like uh-huh. that both one i'm always like okay that's interesting because how do you negotiate which parts are being controlled and which parts are not being controlled and when you were talking about the U.S. being a system and how your okay, the zip code you are born in determines sort of like where, what education you get, like where you yeah. live determines what school you're able to go to and what kind of quality, the quality of education. The quality have. of even life that you right. have. Sort and then of, after, yeah. yeah, the quality of education then influences the quality of university that would accept that kind of education and those yeah. whatever grades you got in that like institution and whatever degree you have, the jobs, they look at your college and all your university mm-hmm. and, and what that means. So I, I get that like um, domino effect thing, I guess, going on. But then if it's yeah. like that, then I'm thinking in real life, wouldn't it be then that we have systems that sort of are the same? The rule is the same in the U.S., your zip code determines the education and then it goes on like that. Uh, the mm-hmm. only difference is which school you go to and which zip code you born, to, you born in. So even for us, then we, might, we must have these general things that, okay, they control who, maybe let's say we believe that we don't have control over who we fall in love with. That's, that's the system. Like the who is different because we all will fall in love with different people. But the system is the same in that everyone does not have control on, like, on about who they fall in love with because that's just how the system is set and that's the part that we don't control. So that's why I was asking you that when you say we control some and we don't control oh. some, there's no way it can be individual because if we're saying it's the system, that some parts of the system are controlled and then they therefore influence other future things, then it needs to be the same for everyone, except it will manifest differently. But at the core of it, it would have to be the same thing. That is So the reason why I use the US, because like mm-hmm. that's a one, that's the first example that came to me. Yeah. Two, it's it like the sense. US is so it's so heavily researched as well. Like these things I cannot just like pull out of my we're not using cuss words, but I can't just like work it out of thin air, you know, kind of thing. Like it can be backed up kind of thing. Like I would definitely think even back home where I'm from Sierra Leone, there's certain systems in place, certain structures in place that do predetermine it to a certain extent where you end up kind of, well, yeah, where you end up in life. And I definitely would also like to think just for the sake of being whimsical 
that you have some influence on how you turn out to be. Yeah, because we do see people who, the very few, we might call them exceptions, who grow up in certain areas, who you would think would end up a certain way. It would right. go, if, you know, it would be like, oh, this, the system works this way. But you see mm-hmm. them sort of breaking that cycle. We see people breaking cycles. We see people exceeding expectations. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I was like, I I think to a certain extent we do have an influence over how we turn out to be but I also do think I I, I don't want to say a significant portion because that might not be correct Mm -hmm. but some portions of our life are predetermined just given the fact that we live within social structures and they operate Mm -hmm. in certain ways I don't know. I don't know if that's yeah. You see, but see, we never looked at social structures. When it structures. comes to the love thing now, that, that, that's what I think you have control over who you choose to love. To yeah, no, that was an example. <laughs> I definitely, no, yeah. I, 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 I would hope to choose that. I'm hoping. hoping that I've been choosing these people and that I was not <laughs> meant to be stuck <laughs> with all these people I've met. That like, would be so I know. I read somewhere that, oh, you will probably have met your soulmate by now. I was like, ah, yeah, you're like, ah, nope, nope, you don't know me. Uh, uh, nope. <laughs> Lord, please, no. It's so interesting that Kai went first to social structures when we look yeah. at and uh, like spirituality type thing. So, right. um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. It, it really is the most fascinating thing because it's not wrong. Like, but it's like, yeah, we didn't even think about like how socialization and just society and the rules we have within society play a role. But then again, yeah. we made those rules. See, that's why now, if we would say God planned for all of this, see, that's why now I'll be like, how, why would he plan for us to suffer like this? You know, right, that sort of right, thing. Yeah. Like, if he, I don't want to say if he's there, because I really truly believe God is there. But why would he let such atrocities happen? Like, I mean, not even current day. Like, if we think of historically what has happened, like, I don't know. Like, maybe a a wind somewhere, a flood somewhere. Like, I just don't understand how things went on for so long and to the extent they did. I know, we are busy here talking about systems and... (laughs) control now now you guys have like now i'm actually like cut like why would i run to structures i don't know why i run to structures first instead of religion that just shows you oh i need to work on my spirituality <laughs> yeah when last did you talk to god girl <laughs> girl you know i have been talking to him these days he's like how okay, we we just spoke the other day girl you're not gonna mention me like do i know because I really, I don't know, the reason why I, like, stay away from, like, it would be really hard for me to like God if I think, if mm. I thought of it that way. Yeah. You know, like, if I thought he planned all this out, then I don't know where he stays in my life. Right. I don't know what his place then would be in my life. Yeah, kind so of then, you know, right? So that that would and 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 that then, but like you know, if it's, it's the like, other if one. Uh huh. No, I'm just asking. Like, so what if it's the other one? Like, you know how you like, oh, if we we don't have control and God has complete control, then it means God has planned 
for people to kill, to do that, quite that's horrible the thing. things. It's right? like, if I think that God has the control and we don't, yeah, then he allowed for all this racism, all this killing, all this slavery, colonialism, oh. genocide. Oh. I mean, the crusades happen. Like, I just don't want to think... Ooh, it, it would be, I don't know. I Then I don't know where he would stay in my, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. know what his place would be and if I would still revere him or if I would still, like, love him as much as I do now. I would definitely be giving him the side eye. Like, <laughs> if I would think that way. True, and that's why I, stra- I, I really, like, don't want to go there to think that he let yeah. all this happen. Because that would be, honestly, for me, my first step into atheism. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. Because it's like, also, it's like, why why black people got to suffer all the time? Right. You know? It's like, geez, that means you don't like me at all. Or you mean, like, now you really left white people in charge? You left white folks in charge? Yeah, and you keep (laughs) allowing for black babies to be born so that they can come suffer too? Like, what is this? I, exactly now I'm like Mm-mm. that's why I really like I don't want to think that God has total control I would like to believe he gave us agency and we took it and ran with it I love it I would really like I, that's what I honestly that's what like that's as far as I can go yeah he allowed us I, to be yeah. free thinkers gave us the agency to do what we wanted and look look at us <laughs> that's what yeah that's what I would like to, I would prefer to think okay? <laughs> I also would like to prefer to think that we have some agency with a little bit of divine intervention <laughs> you know now and again yeah. God is like ah, now now it's too astray you have potential but, you know what I'm saying, but I feel like great. we have gone beyond the point of being too astray like I feel like there's been many incidents way before in our time where like I feel like the red flag should have gone up, like ooh, they've crossed the line. We have gone beyond. In fact, we have obliterated. It. There's no line, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like huh? the crusades were not the line. Slavery was not the line. Okay, huh? The genocides were not the line. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know then what will be the line. Y'all were chatting it up. Yeah. MK, it was so lovely talking to you again. Yes, it's always so fun being here. <laughs> really, really is. Thank you for having me. When I'm famous, I won't forget y'all. Oh, please give us a shout out on that grand stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. You know, I will give you guys the exposure. You're number one. Yes, I'll share your links and stuff with my millions of followers. It's okay. We'll we'll fix it. (laughs) Whatever is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in your life, babes. I think it doesn't. It doesn't pick up my voice when you guys are speaking, so I can't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So do you want no, to have your time? Oh yes, thank you, NK, for coming. Always great to have you. Thank, thank you. you. Great to be here. And thank you for having me on.